Hey everybody, Nico here from the GeekCast Live Podcast. Pour yourself a triple Jameson and Ginger, whip it out, and have yourself some GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Welcome to episode 334 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I'm your host, GCR, and with me, as always... Incredulous silence. <laughs> loathing. <laughs> the, and concept of mauve. <laughs> the concept of mauve. The concept of mauve. Like frozen water. Yes. We've, never, we've never seen it or experienced it. <laughs> Uh, our, if the good our, Lord wanted us to see Blurple, he would have allowed us to see he it. He would have allowed us to see it. <laughs> we, are, uh, we are solo tonight. I mean, I guess two of us can't be solo. But right. You know solo together? Mean. Yeah. It's a duet. Is it duet or duet? I think it's duet, but I like pronouncing it duet. That yeah, but what's that, stuff, what's that stuff you buy for your birds? Isn't that suet? Yes. Isn't and it spelled exactly the same. The same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We better stop before this gets into like Rob territory. Like, like <laughs> I was gonna say, like Gallagher, but they're the same person. Oh. <laughs> I've never seen them smash a watermelon. No, but I've seen them have like existential crisis. Fair, fair. Yeah. I'm all out of. I uh, I came down here. I podcast from my basement, as you know. Mm-hmm. I I I sat down in the seat I sit in, and I looked in this little uh stainless steel fucking weird shaped bowl thing and there was a package of wildberry skittles which isn't my favorite flavor skittle pack you know i'm a traditional red guy myself same but i still said oh you know what there you go bang down a bag of skittles uh it's from last week yeah i just didn't bring the trash up oh no yeah they're empty empty. they're empty oh yeah yeah Larry David music that wave. Yes. What was it? My problem with the, uh, the red, the red Skittles now is, uh, the greens are green apple instead of lime, which is wrong. Well, it's, it's not right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't mind the taste. I I would say, I'd be willing to say that green apple is one of my favorite flavors of candy. Yeah. Um, but you are correct. It's not right because it should just be lime. Yeah. When they did the uh, the Skittles like orchard flavors, <laughs> that wasn't green thing. apple was great. They, they had one. S- they had a they had a pack Skittles that was like orchard. <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't think that's what it was called, but yeah, they had like a, they had a special type of Skittles packet came out, and the green in that one was green apple. Um, the huh. red was like um, gala. Yeah. No, it wasn't that, but it was like that. What would be if 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 Skittles pulled you into a room right now and said, "Quick, five flavors. Uh, we're at a deadline. We need the new flavor pack. We need five flavors and a name for the pack. Go." Uh, lychee, <laughs> jackfruit, dragon fruit, guava, 
and starfruit. <laughs> and it's you the. Say, uh, do you say jackfruit? Yeah. So you got like you've got all these weird like um oh I don't want to say tropical fruits because that's not really what they are. And then you've got uh, one skittle that tastes like uh, pulled pork. Yep. yep. <laughs> it throws the whole pack off. It's uh, uh, the Philippine hurricane pack. <laughs> it's uh, It tastes like Patton's Philippines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very specific flavor. That's funny. <sighs> I don't. Uh, I couldn't have came up with anything better. I was gonna say, what was your last one? You said uh, wasn't passion. Uh, I think fruit. I said starfruit. Starfruit. I thought I was gonna say cigar, because I oh, thought nice. it would have been a good way to just end that. Yep. But uh, no, that's good a good one. one. The Filipino hurricane. Yep. Also, also known as boxer. Manny Pacquiao. Thanks. <laughs> gonna say also a boxer and a senator. <laughs> but in the Philippines, not here. Right. Right. Senator Manny Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that's funny. I got to. You know, it's the hard part about not having two of the guys on the show is that a lot of times when I hear something that should be a show title, I stop talking because I'm concentrating on oh, writing right. it down. And with with those two on the show, with, with four of us on the show, there's always someone making a noise. Mm-hmm. So like I I've got in my head right now like four show titles but I haven't actually written any of them down yet <laughs> because I'm uh, there is I don't I don't want I mean what we don't need is like 17 seconds of dead time while I'm trying to pay attention to my thumbs typing on this thing right and since I don't know what's going on I would just be like did you drop off <laughs> hello right or you'd start making like filler noises like whistles and stuff and pops yeah. and ticks. <laughs> Just so funny. scooting around in my chair. <laughs> right. Oh shit. Um so hey, it's still it's still uh election month twenty twenty. Yes, it is. It, it it has not ended. We uh we do I've, have uh, big we do have big news that dropped today. Oh uh, as we record this uh Veterans Day, the eleventh of November. Uh Alaska has called its two electoral <laughs> votes yeah! for the incumbent Woo! president Donald Trump. So oh, uh, it has never it has changed. Finally, you know what's? I, I don't know if we talked about it last week or not. What's funny to me is that there's a reason that they were so late in returning their returns. Oh yeah. Oh right, because yeah. they didn't start counting their votes until like yesterday. Yesterday, they didn't start counting their votes till seven days after the die was cast. For reasons. I assume there's similar reasons to like why milk is seven dollars there. <laughs> I probably, I just don't. I was like, they're just they're accounting for the fact that the ballots have to come in by sled dog. You know, I mean, the good news is, unlike Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. uh, they had rules, they stuck to them, and that's what they are. Right. Sorry, we came in on the eleventh, but damn it, we had rules, and we stuck to them. And now here we are. So good for you, Alaska. Way yeah. to way to let your voice be heard. Uh, home of some fantastic salmon, so I've heard. Nice. Yeah, never been there. Do you have any interest in ever going to Alaska? 
I do. I I would like to go to Alaska. I think it'd be. Would you rather go to Alaska or Iceland? Iceland. Iceland or Greenland? Uh, Iceland. Greenland or Alaska? Alaska. Alaska or Hawaii? Alaska. Weirdly. Uh. Okay. Last one. Uh. Um. Hawaii. Or. Ohio. Oh, Hawaii. <laughs> Bad thing. I hate Hawaii. I, but... I hate Ohio. I've never been to Hawaii. <laughs> I've been to both about this. I think the same amount of times. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was a, that was kind of a fun rapid fire game. I might, I might do that to you from time to time tonight. I think that sounds fun. Yeah. I'm trying to think. What of, about, uh... what about Iceland? Trump's Iceland for you. I mean, why is Iceland, uh, on top of Alaska there? Um, I honestly don't know. It's just, it's what, uh, the, the, the coin was in the air and it's what my heart said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it, I don't think there's anything, uh, Iceland has to offer that Alaska doesn't also have. <laughs> probably. I think you're right. I mean, that the, they have that weird fish I'd like to try just to say I've done it, but. Would you try? See, now you're a you're a weird food guy. Yeah, I mean you're the guy. I I don't think you would ever not put something in your mouth. No, I would absolutely try just about anything. Right. Um, you'd be into like I mean I I would too. Especially if I'm going to Iceland, if I'm going to Greenland, if I'm going, uh, someplace like that. Yeah, you got to try the fermented shark meat. Well, I also know I'm part of the reason I'm going there is for. Like, could you imagine going to uh, Reykjavik and then going to McDonald's? Yeah. Oh, oh. no. You were looking for no. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was. Right. You threw me way the fuck off there. <laughs> I, yes. I was like, yeah, I'm sure they sell come something really interesting there that you can't get into McDonald's. They probably the do States. have, like, the fucking McLutfisk. But I, I still, what you know? No, I wouldn't want to go to McDonald's. I was, right. just, I was, I was, I thought I was tracking with a different thing. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I just think that I, I think if you're going there, you know that you're part of the reason you're going there is to completely immerse yourself in their culture and food is culture and culture is food. Yeah. I couldn't go there and not try it. But in my mind, I don't find anything interesting of for like like no, come eat some whale blubber. I don't know why cuz I like I love the fat of animals. Right. I mean, I I I'm sure crispy whale blubber is probably really fucking yeah. good, right? But there's something about things that can be used to light lanterns like i wouldn't want to eat motor oil <laughs> well no i would or just like 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 pennsylvania pennsylvania crude i wouldn't want i would Pen- want to eat that. pennsylvania crude pennsylvania crude <laughs> oh, no she i'd eat no i'm kidding i just uh I don't know. I mean, I would, I would have to try. I've never had like Ludafisk. I've never had like a fermented shark fin. I've never yeah, right. Had I want like shit. a like a puffin po boy. I want to eat puffin. I seen. This is so weird. I want to eat puffin. I think more than. It's the number one thing I've never ate. 
that right? I want that I want to eat is puffin. I can't believe it. I can't believe it wasn't on the menu in Newfoundland. Unreal. Unreal. It's not. I would have told you you've had it. Mm-hmm. Have, have you seen how they hunt those? Uh, maybe, but I'd love it's, to hear it's, it. It's giant sticks with like a basket and net at the top. And you sit like yes. on like the islands and as they come flying in, you start raising the basket and you just, you fucking just swoop them out of the air in the basket. Yeah. It's, it's like, like catching it's, butterflies. I was it's like SpongeBob catching jellyfish. Yeah. Only it's a fucking, and it's fucking red meat. And I, I would love, I would love to go like spend the afternoon or like the morning in like a, um, like a, a real thick sweater. Mm hmm. And a watch cap. Yep. And like, I want to, I want to like smoke a pipe and puff and hunt for like three hours. Mm -hmm. And then I want uh, to go uh, like skin and clean and grill all of my puffin and, yeah. And then die a happy man. I want to be one of those French Canadian chefs that hung out with Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely. I want to like catch, catch us uh, like a sea otter. Uh, a puffin and snorkel for some like like Reykjavik oysters or something and then eat them on the beach <laughs> Reykjavik oysters it's like a triple a baseball team right <laughs> I hate my autocorrect man it really it gets you well what do you think it, it changed Reykjavik oysters to uh, red cabbage. No, no. Oh. Denim in me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Denim, Denim in me. Denim in like the jeans not, though, not like. Yeah, yeah, D, yeah, like denim jeans. Gotcha. Like not like Levi, the five hundred ones. Not like the company from the IT crowd. No, no. Denim in me. Nice. I don't know what the fuck that's about. I don't know how you get from Reykjavik to denim in me. I don't either. Tim I Cook either. needs I'm to not... take a log off the fire there. <laughs> take 15% off, Tim. <laughs> fuck. Like, I don't, oh, I don't want to kink shame anybody, but my God. Yeah, if autocorrect, though, is your kink. Yes. I think you got to. I'll shame that. That's fair, actually. Is there, I mean, there, I don't want to kink shame either, but there is a kink. There is I mean, a there, kink that can shame, that can be shamed. Right? Yeah. There are like, there are things that you should not do. Yeah. I think that's different. Like, I'm not talking about pedophilia. Oh, okay. Like, gotcha. Like, like I'm into, oh, you mean I'm like, into, kinks, like things that are like, like, okay, not like orientations. Right. That are not right. Okay. Right. Right. I'm, gotcha, I'm talking gotcha, more gotcha, like, gotcha. uh, like I like to be tickled. Cool. Do your thing. Yeah, um, I like to dress up like a baby, whatever. Yeah. Weird. But, Four, four is a thing I'm not into. No, it's not my kink. So who am I to shame you for it? Four uh, is one of those things I'm not sure. It's right up there with with autocorrect. I'm not sure that it's acceptable. I don't know. Well, if the thing is, there's nothing wrong in itself with kinks, and there's nothing no. wrong with autocorrect. If autocorrect is what gets you off, I think I have to shame your kink. Fair. I don't know why. I don't know what about it, but something about that uh, is weird to me. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know how we got here either. I don't know. 
Oh, because Reykjavik became denim in me. Oh, uh, yeah. Autocorrect. Yeah. You know what else is in Reykjavik? Plugs? No, I'm kidding. I don't know. No, I was going to say these products and services. Oh, so nice. that, <laughs> that worked out great. Joe, can I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you ever been in the market for like a, a really well thought out but haphazardly designed t-shirt? I am constantly in the market for a well thought out haphazardly designed t-shirt. You know where you can get them? No. GCL.threadless.com. You're telling me I can get a well thought out but poorly designed t-shirt at GCL.threadless.com? That's what I'm... Dude, that's exactly what I'm telling you. GCL.threadless.com. If you go to that website, that's what you'll find. Huh. Hey, Nick, do you like coffee? Hey, Rob, I love coffee. Fantastic. Boy, do I have a coffee for you. Boy, howdy. It's Player One Coffee. Coffee by gamers. guys. (laughs) Oh. They've got my address. Still waiting on my gift box. But tell the tell the listeners all about them. Well, it's coffee by gamers for gamers, and you should check them out. They've got all sorts of fantastic brews, such as Leroy Jenkins and other brews. Mm-hmm. So go on over to playeronecoffee.com and use our discount code Geekcast Live. If you order the dark and nasty, maybe they'll actually send us a grinder. Boy, howdy. So I have... I'm, I'm so gun-shy since you asked about McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you, my favorite part about it is you said yes, and I was like, you must have heard my, like, dejection. And then, yep. and then you said, It just took oh. a second to process. You said, oh, you were looking for a no. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I, I know you've got a topic you actually want to get to, but... Uh, the worst meal I had in Florence was when the, the kids I went with decided they, they couldn't go any longer without American food. And we went to McDonald's in Florence. Was there no other American food establishment? No, there wasn't. You, there, uh, there is a place in Florence. It's called the Red Garter. As far as I know, it, it still exists because I followed them on Facebook and they still post. So they've survived the pandemic so far. That claims to serve American food. Aha, uh-huh, but it's like, it's like uh, uh, so like I've been like in uh, Caribbean vacations where I'm in like the Dominican Republic or St. Lucia or something like that and Jamaica and you're at one of these resorts and they have like the American bar, like the American food bar. Yep. And it's like, yes, this is cheese fries. But yes. There's something wrong here. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's like? Yeah, yeah. You could go and you could get wings. They had like like chicken wings on Thursdays for fifty cents or whatever. Right. Um, that specific restaurant is the reason that the first meal I had when I came back to work uh, at Interstate was B Dubs. Because you needed a good chicken wing. Because I needed a good chicken wing. Their chicken wings were. It was like they were boiled. I don't know. They were wrong. Like boiled Everything. boiled and it was like in like in like a buffalo marinara. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it wasn't huh? even 
It was like the wing was so wet before they tried to sauce it that the sauce wouldn't stick. <laughs> it was horrible. So it was just a boiled and, wing. Yeah, and they only served, like if Moist. you ordered a cheeseburger, it only came well done. Right, with cheese. Yeah, horrible. Everything everything they served was bad except the tacos, yeah. ironically. Somehow I tacos ha- were good. It reminds me of like uh, if you go to like New York Superfood Number 1, or mm-hmm. Dynasty King Buffet. Um, I, I I apologize if I have forgotten Joe's uh, rules of order. When New York, okay. To, uh... Dynasty King, not okay. Okay, so New York <laughs> Superfood number one is the one I wanted to go to. But they have that one, like, half section of one of the bars that yes. is American food. Yeah, it's like kids. A, it's like a Jack's pepperoni pizza. Um, like, uh, it's like they ordered a cheese pizza from CC's and then just kept it hot, right? No, not hot, they kept it temperature, they just kept it, yes. And it's got like a mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. Um, there's normally like a like the T bone of an emaciated calf, yes. Um, which is cool because you got veal for like five dollars. Right. But you get what you pay for. Right. I mean, it's... And what you paid for was dysentery. Listen, it's going on the buffet line. Right. So, but yeah, that's what the food... That's what American food in foreign countries is like to me. Mm-hmm. It's like that one section at the New York Superfood number one. Yeah. And, like, who comes... Who goes there and is like, oh, fuck. Actually, I know who. I was used to be great friends with a guy who we would go to on Saturdays in high school after football practice, we would go to the Chinese buffet in town and he would, his first plate was I'd come back and I'd have like mushu pork and, you know, egg foo young and general sows, orange chicken, some fried rice and a, and a Chinese food. And he'd have a, he'd have a like two big scoops of mashed potatoes. Uh, two slices of pepperoni pizza and like uh, catfish filet. Was his name Dan? 100%. If his name was Dan, he was on the trip with me. His name was not. No, it was not Dan. Okay. But it's like, Jesus, like, why are we, why did we go here? Why are we here? And then he would eat his next plate would be all the Chinese food. Oh, okay. If if he he were, let me ask you, if he were a frat guy later on in life, would mm-hmm. he have gotten blackout drunk and tried to jump a Mini Cooper? Yes. Okay. Then I, yeah, I definitely I'm... went to Florence with like <laughs> the eternal version of that person. <laughs> There's always that. I mean, that person. The, the er frat guy, if you will. Right. The er frat guy. <laughs> <laughs> like the Arundel was the Mariner. Right. <laughs> the lay of Arundel. The Ur story for Middle Earth. That's so funny. Oh, shit. Anyway, the thing I was going to talk to you about tonight. Yes. I got two things. I, I was talking with uh, our good friend Jake Tarter uh, about the movie The Expendables. And the somehow... Never seen. You've never seen The Expendables? Nope. Um, on its face, it's not a good movie. Right. Um for what it is and what it always portrayed itself to be, it's a great movie. 
I believe that. I just haven't so, seen it. But anyway. It's, uh, it's worth it. Anyway, my idea was um, an Expendables concept, right? Mm-hmm. It's all the action heroes from the, you know, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Right. Only for comedians. Tremendous. Okay. So you get, you get Martin Short. You get Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, Brian Doyle. You get all these guys that Bob Saget, like the, like the old school comedians, comedians. Mm-hmm. But what? What is the? Uh, what's the? What can the concept be for that show? My idea is is that they're all, um, they're all like retired spies. Okay. Who get called in to like uh because the uh, for whatever threat they're told the or whatever thing they have to steal from the Russians or whatever the hell it is. I like that. That's and very you, similar to where I'm at, but go on. Well, I was thinking that you could also have uh they would be put up against all the 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 new spies. So there'd be like two teams of spies. Sure. So you'd have like the new like like John Mullaney. Right. Would be on that squad. Uh Jimmy Fallon. Uh you'd probably it'd probably be led by Will Farrell. Right. Jason Sudeikis. And then Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle would be perfect. What what would you think? What would what could be a possible I, I was gonna I was gonna say a heist movie, like an Ocean's Eleven. Oh god, a heist movie would be fantastic. I didn't even think about a heist movie. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of examples of where they could be cracking wise, which is really um, the only reason you have them, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you could. Or also is it sp- like? Go ahead. Well, so you could also you could also do uh, you could do half and half. Half could be the heisters. Half could be the heisties, or the people that are out to stop the heisties. Right. That would be good too. Or um. Um, like a Three Amigos thing somehow. God, that would what a show that was. But I'm trying to think how you do that with like 20 people. I don't. Well, that's the thing because the 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 allure of the Expendables is it's it's a cast of fucking 20 people. There's right. 20 people in the movie that like hold their own in the movie. Right. That's the that would be the beauty of it is you'd have to have. A huge cast, kind of like Ocean's Eleven. I mean, that was a huge cast too, right? I just think the idea of like, uh, like Bill Murray as super suave spy guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and his his rivalry with Chevy Chase and other another spy from the agency. Just, I mean, even just the physical comedy alone is so good. <laughs> I know. I think it'd be fucking great. <laughs> I think it would be great. And you got to do it before we lose one of these guys. I know. That's the problem. You got to do it. I mean, I just, watched, uh, I just watched Chevy Chase in an interview, and it's like, you're so old. That's, I mean, I haven't seen him since Community. He was young in Community, if that does anything. Yeah, that's what you. I and was And Community was a picturing. long time ago. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Bill. I mean, Bill Murray's not looking young these days. No, he looks old too. Uh, yeah, 
Oh, there's a there's a new show. I haven't seen it yet. I forget what. <laughs> I can't even remember what it's named. It's got like uh, John C. Riley and uh, Fred Armisen, and um, it, it's got a bunch of, of fairly current comedians in it, and they're like on a like a moon base or something. Oh no! It's a uh, it's a uh, John C. Riley and Fred Armisen. I think it's called Moonbase Eight. Yes, that's uh, it. It's on. I, it's on Showtime. I need to see that, but it uh, it looks really, really good. They were talking about it. Shocker on like French Fresh Air or something. French right. Air. What's French Air? It's what I almost said instead of Fresh Air. Oh. <laughs> you you just auto corrected yourself. Yep. This autocorrect brought to you by Bud Light. Bud Light. Bud That's Light. What you with, huh? Tonight's the night and you fight yourself. <laughs> That's what I had in the fridge. We bought, uh, uh, we, we, when we moved, we absolutely filled our fridge with beer. We had cider. We had like a Mexican beer from, from Aldi. We had... A uh, 24 pack of Bud Light. We had uh, Lining Kugel Spritzen. We had like all this beer. Nobody drank any of it. <laughs> so I've just been having to. I've been pounding Bud Lights like three a night for for two weeks, just to try and get it gone. Just boil up a bunch of brats. That's what I should do. I didn't even think about that. <sighs> Sigh. The other idea I had, and this is the one I can't, I can't really put my finger on what I, what I want to do with the concept. Okay. Because I don't, basically it's a, it's, uh, Dave Chappelle said in an interview the other day that in his hometown he's, uh, he's famous, but he's not a celebrity. Right. Which I understand exactly what he's saying. Mm-hmm. The story revolves around a guy who is just that. He's famous in his hometown, but he's not a celebrity. Everybody knows him. He knows everybody. He's not a politician. Uh, he's not the sheriff. He's just a guy in town who everybody yeah. seems to know and like. It's, it's a movie about my dad. <laughs> or Grandpa Wayne. <laughs> yes, only in my idea, only in this story, he's a vampire. Excellent. And I'm not. If you talking... don't think my dad's a vampire? No, I'm just kidding. No, I know. I think you get too much you had sun. A post, you had a post the other day about how, um, like uh, Eric Andre and Keanu Reeves are like uh, immortals. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think your dad's an immortal. <laughs> he's an eternal. I think I can see it. That dude eats like a God. It does. I mean, it good, good on him. Good for him. That's what but, I remember. Like the first time I met, uh, God, what's his last name? Brian, who used to work at the store, but wasn't a banner Rhodes. Yeah. He was like, wait a minute. You're Carl's son. That motherfucker yeah. can eat. Yeah, he just eats. And he we eats went to like lunch a... one time and we had like an eight-course meal. Yeah, I used to run with him. 
And we would go to a place. Uh, there was two places we'd always go. We'd go to the the Sportsman. Um, mm-hmm. and then we'd go to another place called the Dam Landing, and we, like we'd walk into the Dam Landing, and they would have. Uh, he would just he would order. I wouldn't even bother. He would order for us, and he would he would like uh, one day turkey Manhattans were the special, but so was like uh, shepherd's pie. Yeah. So we sat down and the waitress came over. It was, hi, Carl, and hey, Linda, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Carl would say, uh, uh, to each the specials. Like, huh? You, you want me to eat a shepherd's pie and the turkey Manhattan? And he'd be like, well, I mean, I guess we could just get a turkey Manhattan for the table. Like who gets a turkey Manhattan for the table? <laughs> what, is, what is what is that? It's not a it's not a it's, it's not like uh like if I got some pot stickers, would you have some pot stickers? Like right. there's gonna be like there's gonna be six egg rolls and there's four of us, so we'll you know. Oh. He ordered uh he ordered us each a turkey Manhattan and then got a shepherd's pie for the table or the other way around. <laughs> right, I honestly think the shepherd's pie makes more sense as a table food, but that's just me. <laughs> and then we go. And then I think the next day we went to the Sportsman and they had a burger there called the Sportsman. And it was like, all together, it was like four and a half pounds of cheeseburger. It was two huge, like one pound patties, like a rasher of bacon, onion, lettuce, tomato, two big, like Texas State Fair onion rings. Yep. Barbecue sauce. It came out with a big knife through the top of it. God bless it. And it was like, it was like as tall as my foot like from heel to toe and three and a half pounds of food. That's and amazing. He'd get uh he'd get us each one and then he'd be like uh and uh yeah and, and we'll each have a bowl of chili. <laughs> and he and he had the audacity. The audacity when I was uh I think it was it was before the divorce. So I would have been six or seven years old. Right. I was the, uh, you knew me then. I was a portly child. <laughs> you were a portly child. But and, hey, uh, so was I. So Sure. He tucked me into bed. And we had uh, a talk about the amount of food that I ate. And he actually, he jiggled my belly and said, <laughs> sometimes you have to not eat the slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> the balls on him. The balls on him to yeah. say that to a seven years old and then go eat like that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Man, <laughs> I would eat and then we'd get in the car and I would just sleep the rest of the day. Cause I'd be, I mean, I'd be like in a fucking, like my blood sugar had to just, it was just syrup. <laughs> yes. But yeah, he would just, man, he, and at the time, I mean, and then it's the way the, you're either syrup or malt liquor. Right. Well, and at the same time, he was like a, he was like a, a hundred and thirty pounds right. of like of like sinew and Marlboros. <sighs> like that's the key, isn't it? That's the trick. Is that all the, the nicotine? Trick. It's the nicotine. It's the coffee. Yeah. It's fucking great. Fucking excellent. Incredible. Incredible. I think they'd make a great movie though. <laughs> you got to get someone. Movie. You got to get like an older an older guy. It can't be Ryan Reynolds. No, 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 no. I just, I just think the idea that, well, what I'm wondering is, is do, does everybody in town, does they know he's a vampire and they're just cool with it? Um, 
are there other things that go bump in the night that he protects the town from or is this is it not really like a he's not like a a superhero guy or he's just a guy in town who just happens to be a vampire and he's got like a normal everyday wife who and like the like do people know is the first question not to push this whole narrative of that's my dad but uh William H. Macy is the character I'm <laughs> yeah, that's, 100% picturing. That's about that's about perfect. It's what he does after Shameless. Yeah. And it's got to be just, called something like... Uh, um, night Shift. <laughs> well, I was going to say like... Um, like the Vampire of Stony Brook, Massachusetts. That's what it's called. Oh, nice. Yes. Like it's like we you don't find out at the end of the pilot that, oh my God, what? He's a vampire? Right. No, it like it like leads with it, and there's some sort of the, the vampire of Hoopston, Illinois. <laughs> That's what it needs to be. Yeah, <laughs> something like that, and it needs to be like um, um, the show is more about the town. You know what I mean? Like, there's all sorts of characters in town. It's kind of like a Shit's Creek meets Northern Exposure. Yeah. Only, only the guy the main character is he just, he's a vampire and it's for no reason. It's no, it's just, it's saying. just, a, I, I it's just a fact about him. It's not even it's just a thing. And I'm not, lo- and I'm also, I, I'm not looking to reinvent. I don't want to like subvert the genre and create my own vampire. It's like no. Bram Stoker's. Yeah. Genre. He's a regular, he can't be in the sun. Right. He has to sleep on hollowed ground. Right. Garlic is like a, like a thing you know and there's all sorts of stuff like there's the i mean like maybe he's single and he gets put on a blind date and she orders the fucking you know right and she's played by like Kristen Chenoweth Kristen Chenoweth Catherine Hahn right uh who's the uh, mom from Gilmore Girls yes i don't know what her name is yeah uh, n- uh, uh rebecca Romaine Stamos. Let's call her that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Call, I think that's I think that's her fucking name. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I think that that would sell. I think that we could I think that people would actually tune in. I think absolutely. For that. I just think that that's a funny. I think that's funny. Maybe it maybe it's not. I think it I think it could be very funny. That's I really think you could. I think you could shoot that in Fowler, Indiana, no problem. I think you could too. I just really don't know anything about filmography. Well, <laughs> Me either. Right. Right. I really just don't know um, anything about making movies. No, what I don't understand. What I don't know the answer to is: Does the town know he's a vampire? Right. Or is that something that he keeps from the town? Um. Does he f- does he feed off people in town? Because um, I think that would be an interesting wrinkle. It, like, right? If if like while they're sleeping, he's like sneaking in their house and biting their toes or something. Right. And, is uh, it a rival trying... town? Or is there a rival town? Right. What would happen if someone found out? Right. Um, what happens when someone dies and he's able to right before they die, he turns them into a vampire. So now there's two. And then there's that. Right. You know, like, <laughs> like he happens, he just happens to be like out and about and he sees like somebody get hit by a car and he just realizes that the only way to save him is to turn him. 
So right in the middle of the street in front of everybody, he dives his teeth into his neck and exp- outs himself to the whole town. Right. Or or the town already knew he was a vampire, but they'd never actually seen him go full vampire. And right. now they're kind of repulsed by it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but his his normal human, <laughs> normal human bartender, Jackie Daytona, his normal <laughs> human girlfriend is like cool with it and sympathetic for him. I don't know. There's just there's all sorts of shit that you could do with it that I think is really funny. I, I think you're absolutely right. I think it could be really good. I think and I think William H. Macy would be great. I think he'd be great for it. And maybe he's a what's a job that would keep him out at night but not uh like uh honestly a bartender uh movie theater owner bartender um, movie theater owner uh bowling alley bowl he works at the bowling alley that's fantastic like hal's lanes mm-hmm. and his name is not you, hal the question is is he like is he like um the kobold in American Gods where he's been in this town for like 200 years? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's been it's been 200 years. <laughs> and he talks about it a lot too. Sometimes he gets he gets brought in the history class all the time. <laughs> it's just uh yeah, it's the tough part is getting him into the history class. Like right. during, that's during a whole thing. That's a whole thing. He's got right. to get all like like Marlon Brando on the island of Dr. Moreau. Which is a reference you don't get. No, I don't get that but, at all. That but... was lost. That was lost on you. Yep. That's fair. That's another movie you've never watched. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I, I know the story. I know what the island of Dr. Moreau is. It was uh uh they should make a movie about the making of that movie. Oh, really? It was, it was doomed from the beginning. It was, a, it was a fucking weird show, man. The original director got fired, but like he refused to leave the set. Um, he would sneak onto set in costume. He's actually in the movie. Very um, timely. What's very timely? As... Bad election joke. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I, you didn't get my reference. I didn't get your joke. So we'll call it even Stevens. Perfect. <laughs> hey, so what are you geeking on this week? <sighs> um, couple of things. One, I got a great uh, home housewarming. That's what it's called. A housewarming gift from uh, from Josh and Morgan. Oh. Um, they sent a uh. A pound. Well, I don't know if it's a pound, but at least twelve ounces of of coffee from a local roaster, nice. um, which is very exciting because I I recently upgraded my um, coffee grinder. My my old hand grinder finally fell apart, so I I bought I ordered a uh, a mechanical one, a an electric one, and um, it's fantastic. I can't wait to use this coffee with this grinder. It's going to be great. I'm very excited. I'm excited um, for you. I mean, I, I, there is some, there is some love passed on to the beans when you grind them by your own hand. Oh, hundred percent. But uh, welcome to the world of convenience. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had um, for ages I'd been using like a Hamilton Beach spice grinder when I didn't want to grind it by hand. Sure, not the same. And 
No, not not remotely the same. And um, I finally broke that. Uh, it was a it was a, a Hamilton Beach coffee grinder that my great grandparents had purchased probably sometime in the mid eighties. Yeah, is my guess. And um, I finally managed to break it. So I threw it away, and then bought a new <laughs> bought a new coffee grinder. <laughs> yeah. So that's the fun thing I'm geeking on. The the less fun thing is um uh there's a a, a woman who has appeared in a lot of the podcasts I listened to recently called Talia Lavin Lavin I don't know how to say her last name. Um, she used to write for the New Yorker, and then uh, some of her um, some of her work wound up on like Stormfront and Gab and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so she decided to quit her job at the New Yorker and uh, infiltrate like uh, Telegram and Gab and other places where alt right chuds hang out, okay. and then wrote a book about it. And it's called Culture Warlords. Right. And I've been I've been reading that all day today, and it's uh it's it's really good. I'm really uh I, I don't feel like I'm learning anything new because I've been doing such a deep dive for a couple of years now. Right. But um it's 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 something that I think you could pass on to somebody who isn't extremely online TMCR, and um they would they would be able to read it and not be totally alienated from the world. Or totally alienated from what's being written. Um, it's written in pretty clear, plain prose, and it's it's really good. It's really solid. So I recommend it, Culture Warlords. Um, unfortunately, it is uh, right now probably too expensive because it's on the uh, the Times 100 books that need to be read from 2020. Right. Um, I I found it on Kindle for $15, which is too much to pay for an ebook. Probably, but I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it in the next couple of days and probably return it. <laughs> Fair. Can you do that with your ebooks? Uh, yeah. If you if you get rid if you return them soon enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes yep. sense. So, Culture Warlords by Talia Lavin. It's pretty good. What about you? What are you geeking on this week? Um. So I finished. Uh, I finished that show on Netflix, Barbarians, and um. Man, I, I finished it in a night. I started watching it. There's only six episodes. So, oh, okay. I mean, it's only six hours, but when you start at 10 o'clock at night, right? It's a, it makes for a long evening. But I finished that and I needed something to watch. And I haven't been able to really find a series yet that I'm wanting to dedicate time to. So I just, I, I realized, that. I realized I had never watched the, uh, uh, what is it? My next guest needs no introduction with David Letterman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've seen it at all. I, I haven't. I've heard it's really good. It's first of all, he's one of the preeminent interviewers of our time. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. It's what he did on his late show for, for forever. Right. Um. And so he's really good at at it. And his thing is that he. Uh, he he interviews people that fascinate him. All right. And um and it's just two there's there's very, very, very minimal crowd interaction. Uh, so it's just two people on a stage talking. That's fantastic. And the, his guests, I mean, from Lizzo to President Obama 
to Zach Galifianakis to Lorne Michaels. Um, I literally, just, shortly before we hopped on, I got a message from uh, a seminary friend who was like, "My, uh, what is it, my next guest? Is that what it's called? I think it's called My Next Guest, yes. Yeah, uh, My Next Guest, Dave Chappelle. Go watch it right it's, now. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I believe it. It's, it's phenomenal. So last night I watched um, President Obama's and Dave Chappelle's. Tonight I watched Zach Galifianakis. And it's first of all, it's laugh out loud funny. <laughs> okay. Um, and I mean, David Letterman, David Letterman was, is one of the five people I grew up watching that like taught me what funny was, right. um, taught me how to laugh. David Letterman is extremely near and dear to me. Um, and to see this be like his, like the, his next phase in life, mm-hmm. um, he's dressed cool. He's got that big beard. Um, and, and I mean, the, it's an hour of him just talking to Barack Obama. Right. It's him doing whatever he wants because he's earned it. Exactly. It's exactly what it is. Uh, and then I went from that to, there's another show on Netflix called, uh, Norm McDonald has a show. Yes. I haven't seen that either, which just jump right into the Chevy chase episode. Okay. Um, but David Letterman's also on that show and, um, it's another phenomenal interview. It's, it never feels insider. It never feels like, um, like with Norm Macdonald and Chevy Chase, they're talking about sh- shared experience. I mean, they're both on Saturday Night Live, right? Both on Weekend Update. Both comics. Both are in the movies. So the things they're talking about are very. It's very insider stuff. It's inside right. baseball. It never sure. feels. It never feels that way. Um, and it's the same thing with like you know. Galifianakis and David Letterman talking about movies and comedy. Um, you feel like you could have sat there and held your own with them because it's Amazing. just two people talking. Right. And it's so, it's so fucking good. Um, I have to watch them all now. And I mean, there's even, I mean, like I'm not really interested in like Kim Kardashian. Right. But he does an interview with her. So, if she fascinates David Letterman enough to do an interview with, maybe I should see if it for a second look. Is there a reason she's not fascinating me? Right. So I gotta, I gotta watch it. But that's what I've been. That's what like I've been geeking on. Is is very fine that, line between fascinated and baffled. Yeah, I mean, it might be. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, sometimes yeah. I guess when I say like, like, I could look at somebody and be like, I am fascinated by you. And mean it in the way that generally fat that means, you know, right, 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 right. I, I find you intriguing. I want to know more about you. I could also look at like, I know I've looked at like a, like a monkey fucking football and said like, that's fascinating. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yes, I guess it's I know all exactly the way you say it. If oh, I were yeah. to say, if I were to look at you and say, Joe, I am fascinated by you. Or if I said, if I looked at you and said, wow, that's fascinating. Right. It's completely different. Completely different things. Maybe yeah. with Kim Kardashian, that's what he's saying is just, wow, Kim Kardashian. That's just, this whole thing is fascinating. Yeah. And maybe that's where it's like, you're a so you're the person. You're the daughter of a hotel magnet, huh? Right. You're famous because your dad was OJ's lawyer. Right. <laughs> Tell me more about that. 
Last tell night. me, tell me more about that. Maybe that's maybe I don't know. Maybe it's what it is. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. I think there was something you said that that brought something up for me, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, y- you know what? I'm glad you said something like that. Oh yeah, I'm watching this show, this David Letterman show, oh, and, I'm, and I'm and I'm thinking go. to myself, and I even asked Natalie, "Could I do that?" She said, "What do you mean?" I said, "If I had." the theater would would if i did like a like a geek cast live live right would people come to watch that and even if if part of the show was just uh the three of you leave and i interview a guest right would people be could i you know or even if it was just if it was just if it was the four of us we brought up a guest and we did a live interview with the guest would people would people pay for that in a live setting and she said um no <laughs> <laughs> i think they would i think they could i think they could too and here's the thing i think I, I, I think i can think of people who would pay for that is what i'm trying to say i would pay for it right i know i would pay for it i mean even if even if we didn't have this podcast if i found out that there was like a local guy who was doing um one-on-one interviews with people at the theater right i think i would pay to go because I'm either yeah. because that concept fascinates me, and right. also this is going to be fascinating. Because I could I could see where that would be like the Schadenfreude of that of watching a guy fail. Yes, I mean would, it would either would, be really good or really bad. That's what I'm right? saying. Yeah, you're either walking out of there saying like that that local motherfucker nailed it, that or worth it. I am coming back because that was a train wreck. Right. It's either it's either uh man, that was worth it. Or <laughs> that was worth it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think we could do it. Yeah, I think we could do it. And I, I think, think we've had guests on this show that we could either say, Hey, we're offering to pay your plane tickets if you come be the guest on the live show. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's people that have been on the show that would say, "Yeah, don't right. even worry, don't even worry about it. We'll we'll be there." Right. I think maybe maybe I'm overstepping, and maybe I shouldn't say this on recording, but uh, I think James Petragallo and Jimmy Westman would 100 percent come join us on stage at Fowl, at the Fowler Theater. I think they would too. I also think that they would. Uh... Be Steal great the show. Oh, that's what I'm saying. They would. We could just walk off the stage. I've seen them live. Right. They're fucking awesome at what they do. Yeah. See, but that's see. But I'm also not like. Please, I hope that what you heard wasn't. I'm as good at doing that as David Letterman is. Because <laughs> no, but I still think I could. I, I think the trick would be is that no matter what you do, you you like. Your first question would have to be something like. So what was your first job? Nothing to do with anything that they do, what they're known for, what, you know. Yeah, it'd have to be something like that or like, um, what, what is your favorite childhood meal? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what was, your, what was the favorite thing that, that your grandma cooked? Yeah. And then from there, you just that the natural progression of that conversation is going to go somewhere. Yep. Yep. 
it's gonna yeah, go like from the, there. Uh, like next thing you know, you're talking about how you're talking about marinara, which then leads <laughs> you to um I would tell the story about my grandpa's neighbor who would put the, the polenta out on the butcher block table and then he'd just cover it with marinara and everybody would just go after it with a spoon. Right. And then that would turn into the cigar walk talk. And then that would turn into um drinking malort. There would be also I mean right. that's how that's how conversations go. Right. <laughs> For yeah. those of you at home who don't know how Jesus. conversations go. I'm I fucking sometimes I over explain <laughs> things. I love it. My it's my favorite joke is the thing that's over explained. So well, I I love I'm, I'm the I audience good, for that. I love a punchline, and then you say like, "Get it?" Because he was out of mustard, right? Like, yeah, I fucking get it, clown. Yeah, I'm I'm here for that. I'm also here for the meta of like, um, how do you install cabinetry? <laughs> Am I supposed to answer that? No, you don't have okay. to. But like, if you, I mean, if you know and can explain it to me in like five minutes, I'm in. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm awful. I'm. It's awful. a it's a family trait. We're. It is. It is. We're chips off. I've of actually. A block. I've, I've caught myself. It's it's my it's it's the last couple of years. My new thing with my wife is uh, I'll catch myself and I go. I'll stop snedding you. <laughs> you don't need me to explain this eight ways to Sunday. I hate it. <sighs> Sometimes my, I can't help myself. I can't either. And I have to pull myself out of it. Yep. I have to yep. just, I have to like grab my hair and pull myself up out of the hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, um, Oh, what is it called? Not a palantir. Uh, what's the memory fountain? In Harry Potter. It's a uh, pensive. Yes, it's the pensive. Or pensive. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You could cut the sandwich down the middle, or you could cut it down the side, or you could <laughs> or cut you it could, diagonally, or you could you take could the make crust an off. X. You could make an X. Yeah. You could make you could make four vertical cuts and have you know, like sandwich sticks. You know what you could do is you could take and you could get those toothpicks with the little cellophane things on the end. And you could just, you cut them into triangles and you stick the toothpick through it and you put it on a plate. Done. (sighs) Yep. Uh. (laughs) That's how that would go. Oh, shit. I don't know. (laughs) Well, if you, if you liked what you heard, if you respected this valiant effort, uh, you can go to the purple icon, go to iTunes, give us a five-star review, write a review if you don't mind. Uh, tell us your favorite way to cut a sandwich. Also, let us know if you'd pay for a live show. And, then, and also let us know Alaska or Iceland. Should we move on to the next plug? We probably should. We probably okay. should. I was, I was trying to think if I wanted to add on to that or not, and I <laughs> I waited too long. <sighs> uh, go to gcl.threadless.com for a very, very well thought out uh, T-shirt and shower curtain designs uh, that are executed in a poor fashion. Horribly but made. St- but still. Um, you can see what we're doing. Cool. Yeah. You, yeah. You could tell that there was a vision. Yeah. It was, yeah, there was a, 
It's not even spaghetti against the wall. We had a right. plan. Yep. That's gcl.threadless.com. At gcl.threadless.com. gcl.threadless.com. And uh, I always forget the Patreon. Yeah, it's uh, patreon.com uh, slash URL. Geekcast Live. Is that all it is? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and um, if you go there and give us money, someday we may give you something for it other than just doing the show every week. Um, or not. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, the, our you votes know. out. In, uh, in, in the immortal words of Alex Trebek, fuck them. Fuck them. You know. Or in the other immortal worlds, Tinkerbell! That was so weird. <laughs> it's my favorite thing I've ever seen now. <sighs> Bye. Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Follow us on the socials. Go to violentpress.com. Do all the Rob things. made that website. Violentpress.com. It's great. All right. That's enough. Fuck him. <laughs> Why are you still here? Hey there, everybody. Nico here from the GeekCast Live podcast. We, as always, want to take a minute to give a tremendous thanks, a sincere thanks, and shout out to all of our patrons, uh, sponsors, and supporters. Without you guys, this train wreck couldn't happen. So uh, thank you. Especially the one and only Mama Bear, the one and only Poly Nerds, Brandon Rust, old Pistol Pete DeCilio, Stewie from Queens, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lada Bartova, Danger Johnson, Darnell Savage, Dave the Fish, Christian Ramos, Davos Seaworth, Big Time Timmy Jim, Rob from Boston, uh, Alicia McGuire, the old K-Man, and uh, Six Finger Emily. You guys absolutely rock.
motherfucker!